This podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at TacoNightAudio.com. Be sure to listen to this and other podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. And please stop by TacoNightAudio.com for all of your podcast needs. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Adam. Hey, uh, so... I was just thinking about 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. I was, uh, what year was that? Uh, 2008, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about who I was in 2008. Who were you in 2008? Oh, I got my first job at Subway. At Subway? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my. And now you have a podcast. And I've come so far. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's weird because you have a podcast that's about 10 years ago. It is. My podcast is about movies from 10 years ago. Yeah, I bring on a friend. You're a friend. You can come do it. <laughs> uh, and they tell me what their 10 favorite movies are from 10 years ago. And we talk about why they like them, who they were, who they are now. Yeah. I know. It's so... It's I, I've grown so much from a sandwich artist. And is that on taconightaudio.com? Taconightaudio.com. I think people should check it out. I think people should absolutely check it out. On TacoNightAudio.com. just a fantastic thing. I'm going to make it, world. This is amazing. I love talking night audio and the worst that could happen. I'm totally not the host, Craig Martin. Hey, we need to do our ad for the Taco Night audio community. I love tacos. Goes great with tequila. No, Taco Night audio. Our podcast hosts and community. Sure. Invite whoever you want. The more the merrier. <laughs> Adulting misadventures. We love Taco Night Audio. And tequila. You've already started on the tequila, haven't you? Maybe. Where's mine, you little batch? I'll send it in the mail. You're totally kidding. If this is adulting, we're just kidding. Hi, thank you for joining us. This is Sherry, and you are listening to Your Emergency is Showing. And joining me today is Ginger Jesus. Hi. <laughs> A.K.A. Will. Um, and we, I've invited him to come here because Will, what we're talking about today, Will was an abuser of this. We're talking about antibiotic abuse. And um, as a former abuser, Will, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I've completed the 12-step program, and I'm much better to take on the common cold now. Excellent. Excellent. So let's talk about it. What is um, antibiotic abuse, and what does it mean? Um, For a lot of people, um, they think an antibiotic is a cure-all, that if you are sick, that you just need to pop a pill, and that that will fix everything. Because of that mentality um, that is very common, especially in America, uh, we have now created a huge-ass problem for ourselves, and that is that 
these um, viruses and infections have mutated and grown, and now we have super viruses and super bugs to deal with. So let's talk about how this is happening, what's going on, and what you can do about it. Um, the simplest answer is do not abuse antibiotics. And what does that look like? Um, it's very, it's difficult. You have to know your own body. Um, so a lot of the things that are happening as far as viruses and stuff in our area, you used to be able to have or get a common cold and pop some uh, Dayquil or Nyquil or whatever and you'd feel better like within three days. That is no longer the case, at least in America. The viruses that we're seeing go around now can last for seven to 10 days, sometimes even two weeks, and that's where it gets iffy. So if you are dealing with a virus for that long, um, sometimes you'll develop a sinus infection or bronchitis or pneumonia because you're dealing with all of the mucus and the phlegm and if it's sitting around and festering then it can turn into an infection so viruses typically you run kind of a high fever with viruses and um you can and it's a low-grade fever usually with infections also there's testing that needs to be done um and usually that goes through a doctor. So let's let's break down some of the um, some of the things that require antibiotics and some things that that's just not going to help at all. So um, I'm also going to put up a, a little picture that I saw that I really liked. So the things that you need antibiotics for are strep throat, tuberculosis, whooping cough, a urinary tract infection. If you're diagnosed with any of those your doctor is going to prescribe um, an antibiotic. What is a virus? Well, a virus is something like common cold, sore throat, or the flu. Now, for the flu, they do have antiviral meds that they can give you, which sometimes helps. But the most um, effective treatment for a virus is just your body's ability to fight it. And antibiotic abuse helps that not to happen. That was a weird way of saying that, but that if, if, if you are abusing antibiotics, you may be killing some of the good bacteria in your body that could help you fight infections and viruses. So, um, I think just to interject something really sure. quick, which I'm still not totally clear on because okay. I'm not a medical professional, even though I do work in the medical field, I work on the clerical end. Yes. Um, and, uh, one of my job roles is to submit, um, prescription requests mm -hmm. when patients would call in, um, they're not able to reach their doctor directly because let's face it, how often does your own doctor actually answer the phone? Right. So they end up talking to someone, yeah. you know, like me. Um, and, uh, I have a cold and they request a Z pack. And, and I've seen it from two different areas, as we talked about before mm -hmm. the podcast. My own primary care physician, who initially 15, 16 years ago, would hand out um, you know, antibiotics requests until um, 
the superbug started being mentioned right. on television and then at that point he got kind of selfish with it well yeah. at the time as a patient i started to get offended by that mm -hmm. because why doesn't my doctor want to take care of me right but when i started working on the other side of it i saw what was going on and i think people confuse um uh they they how do i put this um they confuse a virus with the alternative and and somewhere along the way they think an antibiotic will cure anything right and and i think that's where part of it comes from where they're always asking for antibiotics because they think it's correct so cure. if there are no bacteria present then there's no reason to take an antibiotic mm -hmm. so if it's a virus that you're fighting then that like i said there's some antivirals on the market but sometimes the um side effects of those can rip you apart too so that's at your you and your doctor's discretion to decide if you want that now something that might treat both um with that could be like a virus that turns into a bacteria that antibiotics may be beneficial for are ear infections sinus infections and bronchitis so that's where we have the crossover because if you do have a common cold or the flu or a sore throat and then you're compromised anyway, a virus can end up turning into an infection. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It okay. does, yeah. Okay. So how does this all even happen? Let's talk about that. And how often does it happen? So um, antibiotics were first developed in the 1940s. And um, right now, at the rate that we are going, scientists are saying that by the year 2050, there will be 10 million people that die every year in the U.S. from superbugs. They're saying that it will eventually kill more people than cancer does. Okay, and and if you don't mind just putting a pin in that for a second. Sure. Define a superbug. Okay, good question. A superbug is a bacteria that has mutated and has become resistant to antibiotics. One of the most common ones that you'll see, <clears throat> pardon me, is MRSA. Um, MRSA stands for methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, and that is one that is prevalent. So when this first thing was, when you're talking like 15 years ago, when people started talking about um, superbugs, MRSA and VRE, which is vancomycin-resistant, Enterococci, I think it is. Um, those were two of the most common superbugs. And people would get them, they're usually hospital acquired. So people who have been in the hospital for a long time will get them. And you can get them anywhere. It can be in a wound, it can be in a GI tract, it can be on your skin. Wait, I had a light bulb moment. Okay. She can, you can't see this through the podcast because this is audio, but like I just had a light bulb moment look on my face this explains why when I had my knee surgeries mm -hmm. in 2017 and 2018 they asked about MRSA's and post-op infections yes okay yeah huh. because um, and they also have said that once you have MRSA you will always have it like it will always be in your body yes so yes so you're always at risk for a post-op infection once you've had it once correct correct so how do superbugs even happen? How did we get into this? I have the answer. Um, f 
first of all, currently, there are 250 million prescriptions for antibiotics written to Americans every year. And about a third of them are unnecessary. So how, does, how did this whole thing start? Well, animals were basically being fed antibiotics. And unfortunately, this is still how things work. Um, and this is the case now. So if you're, that's why it's really cool for the people that are like no antibiotics mm -hmm. and the organic thing and all that stuff. Um, they pride themselves on the fact that their animals, animals have not been fed antibiotics. And so that is a good thing. So animals are fed antibiotics and then they have superbugs that break out in themselves and it can reach humans going through the soil, the water, and the handling or eating of meat. So that's so you how can't cook that out of the animals. You can usually, yes, that you can. Okay. So um, if if they're infected, like that's why with ground beef and stuff like that, if there's E. coli or an outbreak like that, you can hopefully cook that out of it. But if, for instance, you are eating anything raw, mm. then or you accidentally get it or whatever, then mm -hmm. that's going to get into your system. In China, um, and this is how one of the biggest, baddest superbugs uh, is a, why it's around right now. So one of the biggest ones that's out there right now is something called MCR1. And um, it is resistant to an antibiotic that is big and bad called um, colistin. And so in China, pigs were fed colistin. And so then the bacteria genetically mutated and the ge genetic mutation is now called MCR1. So colistin is like the biggest, baddest antibiotic that's out there. And now the, the bacteria have figured out how to mutate and people are dying from this. And all of this, like these, the superbugs and um, uh, antibiotic resistant strains of illnesses and stuff, mm -hmm. it seems like all of this has evolved over the last decade or so. Yes. It's remarkable to me how quickly yes. this happens. And, and it makes me worry about like, what about 10 years from now? What about right. 20 years from now? What about by the time you and I are of the age where... Yeah. will be senior citizens and our immune systems will be naturally compromised right. because we're old and break hips and stuff. Right. Like, what's our future outside of no social security? Well, yeah. basically <laughs> we're, we're fucked. Oh, so fuck. yeah. Um, but what we can do for ourselves currently is to not abuse antibiotics. So when you do get that tickle in your throat or whatever, don't rush for a Z-Pack. Give it a couple of days. Maybe even give it a week or 10 days. See if your symptoms are getting better. Um, I recently finished a... Um, <laughs> like what we did when we were kids. Just rub some dirt That's in right. it. Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's what was... kids did in the 70s when we walked five miles to school. If we got a scrape on our knee, yeah. we just rub some dirt in it. <laughs> we, we walked to school five miles uphill both, both ways, ways. <laughs> and we liked it and we hated ourselves and we were fine with it and we had two full-time jobs by the time we, <laughs> we were did. 16 <laughs> we did and we taught ourselves how to ride a bike we did and we just we our parents were never around 
we just learned how to do stuff on our own. And we'd, we'd leave early in the morning on a Saturday, be gone all damn day, mm -hmm. as long as we were back by sunset, so we'd be back in time for dinner, all was good. Yep. And ice yep. cream trucks, we love yep. to chase down ice cream trucks, especially the ones without windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we knew not to approach the rape van. Yes. That yeah. you just stay away from there, but the ice cream guy was nice. Mm -hmm. He didn't abduct any kids that we know of. Could have kept one or two in the freezer. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Sorry. That it was, was that a different was a, time. It, it was, was a, a different time. Good yeah. times. Good times. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of orange. Yes. It seems like there was a lot of yellow and orange and lime. Yes. That yeah. is what the 70s were like. And yeah. you can still find that stuff in thrift stores and it actually goes for a lot of money now. It does. Yeah. It's crazy. I, um, <laughs> I belong to a Facebook group that's called... Um, weird things that you find in a thrift store and right now everybody's on the hunt for like the most magical jumpsuit and so people have been taking pictures of themselves in the jumpsuits and it's pretty awesome nice yeah there's some real nostalgia we wore a lot of um a lot of poly blends too mm -hmm. which i think made me a tougher person because i was literally clothed in hard scratchy material there you go so yeah i mean if you want to beef up your Children, uh, dress them in poly blends. That stuff sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And me, I was a fat kid. So they didn't have husky back then. Even, you know, that's that really is something. They didn't have like plus size for little girls. So even the boys got the husky jeans, but the little girls were fucked. Mm -hmm. And so um, maybe I should have done this should be the name of this episode the little girls are fucked it would be, i think people might i will be oh and i was i was in facebook jail last week guys because i was posted a picture of the necrotic penis on the facebook page i'm still mad about it but anyway but yeah um yeah so little girls were fucked we couldn't so my mom made my clothes and of course my mom wasn't going to spend the extra money to get cotton or something and so yeah, there was a lot of um, cheap polyester fabric, and uh, it hurt. It was not a pleasant childhood. So, yeah, but I digress. That was... Yes, sorry, I got, <clears throat> I got off on an ADD rabbit trail. That's all right. <laughs> but you're right, so that is a valid question. What are we going to do? And we're fucked. And so that thing we put the pin in, by 2050... So where are we at? We're 2019 right now. 31 years. Will we still be alive? Let's see. There's a chance we could be alive. Yeah. But we're going to be like, this is how I know I'm probably going to die of a UTI as an old lady. Because once you get it, it seems like old ladies get UTIs a lot. They do. And I just, I feel like that's how I'm going to die because I'm going to be an old lady and get a UTI and then... Fortunately, I haven't abused antibiotics over my life, but we don't know what's going to happen between now and the end. And, uh, yeah, so... Having taken prescription requests over the phone from geriatric patients, yeah, it seems like there's... They have ongoing UTIs, mm -hmm. and they're calling in every week or two requesting more antibiotics. Right. And they're getting increasingly stronger. And more often than not, from what I remember seeing... Um, rather than the UTI being cured, mm -hmm. the patient still ended up in the hospital yeah. after taking six weeks of antibiotics. Right. So. And then it, it, 
you're open to the hospital infections and yes. all that stuff. So yeah, it's really, I mean, it's sad. That is why, as I have told you before, I would prefer to be shot in the face because at least that's going to be something quick and get it over with. I feel like if, if I get start down that UTI path, I'm going to fly to LA and walk the streets in the wrong colors and somebody will do the job for me. Wow. Okay. Just make yeah. sure your life insurance is paid up before you do it. Roger that. <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> yeah. So by 2050, 10 million people are going to die. I hope we're not in there. Or that we're already dead. I don't know. I don't know what I hope. Oh, well, that's super depressing. So, um, yeah. On this note, when next time you get the sniffles, yeah, don't just need your call your doctor and ask for a freaking Z pack. Yeah, like suck it up and tough it out for a few days first. Yeah, take some Nyquil. Take some. If you have high blood pressure, Coracid and HPB works great. That's an excellent know. point. Yeah, because that's why a lot of the um, a lot of the drugs for c common cold cure um, they do increase your blood pressure, and yeah. that's not safe. So yeah, that Coracidin is for high blood pressure, and it it works. It does good stuff. So last yeah. resort, ask for an antibiotic. Exactly, and hopefully your doctor knows this. I know from an urge, being working at an urgent care in an ER, we see a lot of people um, that come in, and there are a few doctors that are like firm on no, this is just a virus, you know. But there are some that are just they want to like write the problem off and be like, all right, here you go, yeah, yeah. just hurt them through. So um, that is why, as a person, as the inhabitant of your body, um, know your body and take care of it, and. Um, keep it strong so hopefully that helped um and if you have any questions please drop me an email sherry at your emergency showing.com and i will talk to you next time so take care of yourselves this week drink some water take a nap and don't do meth thanks for joining us will thank you Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Adam. Do you want to play a word association game? I, I guess so. Yes, I do. That's right. Well, okay, so the first when I say a word, you say the first word that comes to mind. Taco. Night. Emotion. Sickness? Isn't that a new podcast you have on TacoNightAudio.com? Hey, it really is. And don't you talk about mental health and how it affects everyday life? I do. Wow, maybe people should go check that out. I think they should. I agree. TalkingNightAudio.com Hey everybody, welcome to Taco Talk, the advertisement. I'm Justin. And I'm Adam. Uh, so... Uh, we would like you to join us on our show uh, as we talk about the inner workings of Taco Night Audio. Well, sometimes we talk about that. A lot of times we just talk about what happened last week. Yeah, and sometimes we talk to local artists and performers and the like. Sometimes we talk to other hosts on our network. Yeah, and uh, we... So, so we Almost oh. never talk about tacos. Yeah, that's our least covered topic, I believe. And it probably confuses people. I hope so. I do too. 
You can listen to us on TacoNightAudio.com. And on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcasting app. Taco Talk. Taco Night. It's not just for lovers. It's for podcasts. TacoNightAudio.com <laughs>